Blog Talk Radio. Trapping parasites from penetrating my consciousness. I am protected. 
moved by revolution in Jesus, I willfully repossess my right to hate lighter shades or any of the 31 flavors that season this earth. Because the creator does not create in vain. As I dance naked in my freedom to love every being and respect the lifestyles of those that try to undermine mine. I'll wear my chase shirt until the black falls off because the words resist oppression are written in the color of blood. Forever staining the minds of those that have read more than three books about struggles won and lost. Creating icons out of past leaders who are yesterday's revolutionaries and today's crack whores. Echoes of laughter come from every direction toward every shade of black while we engage in self-segregation by self-appointed leaders into neo-pseudo-cliques and categories that state I am less of a subverter because I associate with church and some non-nappy heads and dreads while foolish fools fool themselves. My own tribe has turned their backs on black faces that work toward the same goal as you, my sister, my brother. My brother. Obviously, you have forgotten. Judge ye not. Judge ye not. Oh, but I forgot the Bible is so full of lies, so I guess my judgment does come from you, as now you are my master, giving orders as you see fit. Yeah. I now sing freedom songs against my oppressors that sell me unwillingly into slavery, upon red and black and green auction blocks with pasted pictures of the Italian mafia, La Costa Nostra, and past strange mm. fruit, and I now am in season black, but not black enough yeah. for you, so I'm picked and devoured. Your on and off switch for your consciousness is moved so many times that it creates typhoons of hate that smells like freedom to you and smells like shh to me. But come on, let's raise our fist for black revolution, power. Let's get together and rise above oppression on, as daggers thrown by white races feel far better than the daggers thrown by my brothers with handles that adorn fingerprints of the Lion of Judah that float through 400 years of slavery past the ghosts of Mississippi and lunch counters, burnt memories of little girls, black men dangling like jewelry from trees, lies, twisted history, slave ship, little mixed children, interracial marriages, single parenthood, caged tribe members, and, and your hate. hate. Upon impact, I don't see white. I, I fade, fade to black. black. Your dagger hurts worse, my brother, because theirs is expected. But you forgot I'm, I'm protected. protected. Forgive them, Forgive Father, for they know not them, what Father, they do. For they know not what they do. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Wow. You tuned into the original forecast of art. This is the old school battle going down with Keith Sled and Johnny Gale. Again, tonight will be our exclusive track, so definitely... Get in. I know you guys are running a little late or what have you, but time to get in, relax, sit back, and chill because we got a good show for you tonight. All right, so we're going to kick off the old school battle. And I'm going to start this off with Johnny Gale, and this one's titled Lady Du Jour.
Original poetry after dark doing the old school battle tonight. And Johnny Gill. You listen to Facebook. Um, go ahead and leave a comment. Let me know who you're digging. We're doing seven rounds. That was the first round. We are going back into spoken word here, and we have evolution. Dark 
Growing up, my parents did everything they could to make sure that I do what's right. Tell me, try my best in school, do what the teachers say, and do not fight. Praise God every Sunday, because even though the world is rooted in darkness, you should choose the light. Don't break the law, obey the police, because we knew their might. Respect every woman, because it's their love that is true, not fight. But in my life, the contradictions came early. See, how is it that the first woman to leave me was the same one to birth me? And since that moment, every woman that knew how to love me were the same ones to hurt me. Asking God to cleanse my soul when I'm playing with the dirt be. Looking to only be honest in my dealings with most when they choose to besmirch me. And if they want to play hard, I got to show them what a work be. Ever since I can remember, I've always been passionate. Cared about my surroundings, but never saw the need to be an activist. I mean, when you know what it's like to have your milk come in a box and your eggs in a bag with directions and just add water, you tend to focus more on having shit. Now, in the event that something happens in my family, of course, I'd be the first one to react to it. But I could see partners participating in actions that I knew would destroy my community. And even though I knew the impact of it, I turned my back to it. Because I figured that we were all chasing the same American dream, and that was just their way of grasping it. Looking to the world for answers to our questions, but being treated as we were never asking it. Politicians better at playing the role instead of acting it. Treating those in the inner city as if they lack in wit. So they disregard our needs and they're looking for the next lobbyist's ass to kiss. While in our community, police are positioning themselves as pacifists. But in reality, they are placing targets on the backs of kids, taking aim at our youth and attacking it. And if each new victim is claimed, the truth is buried in the facts and shit. Driving me want to look Lady Justice in the eye right before I smack the bitch. But instead, I'm choosing to create a lyrical arsenal and start stacking. Because witnessing these injustices, that eventually got to me. Had me out being the man I figured I got to be instead of the man I ought to be. Not respecting the man my grandfather fought to be. Disrespecting the life lessons that my father taught to me. I decided that I was going to be what others thought to be. Because even though the door was wide open for others, the opportunities seemed locked to me. So I praise the Lord on Sunday. But ultimately the paper chase had become a God to me. And for the man I am, I offered not a single apology. I had become a dichotomy. Two non-overlapping, often contradictory pieces that were born from just one part of me. I had become my namesake, Vincent Maurice.
Toes, microphones, corn chips, Cheetos, yo, yo, back in the day rap, yo, binders, grinders, I'm now the headliner, we're top designers off my poetry one-liner. time love good time love that old down the south shit that um funkiness that um one can i hit uh just a little bit when i can i how can i get that lift that bring that freak that nothing to eat and we try to make a dollar gotta make this dollar gotta make this dollar holla Stiletto.
original story after dark goes to battle going down tonight. Peace, Pat, and Johnny Gill. And wow. Um, hmm. I'm going to have to go with Johnny right now. <laughs> I think Johnny Gill is laying it down, although Peace, Pat is definitely hot as well. But I, I got to pick one. So it's going to have to be Johnny thus far. All right. Back to spoken word. Um, Next, new poet up to the mic. I have not played this poet before. His name is Mosaic. He's out of my hometown of Arlington, D.C. area. And this one's titled Addiction. Her fork is she asked me to write about it. Pretty enough to make a man fight about it. Almost feel bad right and wrong when everything's so right about it. And I told her before I spilled this ink over that it might come out naughty and wrong, but... She's in my eyesight, I can think right for but so long, so, so long, bye-bye, no more Mr. Nice Guy. The see you makes my day, let me tell you how I like to make the night. If you're looking for an addiction, I'm right in front of you. I like to invite myself to be the vice in your life that you call on multiple times throughout the night. You might like that. I can be your crack and have you addicted to my disposition when you're in this position and my mission to make you arch your back. I can be you smacking, smack that all on the floor. If you're tired of that, I can be the methadone you use when you wanna get off. Baby, I can be your addiction. A love-hate relationship I have with your parents, cause I love what they made you, but I hate what they named you, Angel. Such a contradiction. She says you have the smile on the face of one, but you have a body of sin, and I have a devilish grin that hints at what I'm thinking within, how if chance given, I'd love to have you addicted to my addiction, angel. If you really are one, then let me wrap your legs around your halo and taste you until you've been to blare and your head spins and your eyes roll up in there. And I don't care who in that heaven sees me enjoy your hellacious body, we probably make sheriffs blush if they witness me stroke until your caramel hue turns flush. I want to be your adrenaline rush. Your caffeine, just take a double shot of me and I'll keep you up all night. Cause the thought of you keeps me upright. Let me get you so high you feel like you can fly from the sensations betwixt your thighs and just me. I can be your LSD, your angel dust, angel, trust me. I can be your OCD and you can compulsively obsess over me. Don't be overly concerned by the affliction caused by our friction. You get the itching and twitching and all you hit of me deep beside you can cure the condition. And when I withdraw, you start to shake. You seem conflicted because when I'm in, you want me out. But when I'm out, you want me in. You abandon all righteous convictions. I am your addiction. You put my pipe to your lips and inhale deeply. It is ready, rock hard. You don't like to admit it, but you need me. I can be the dead little secret you do in the dark The thing for which you forsake your family and friends And you'll tell them that you don't mess with me like that But every night you'll keep inviting me back Until orgasmic overdose and you're left close to comatose Teetering that line between pleasure and pain As my presence courses through your veins And only your short breathless please remain Don't touch me Call me mama I'm that nigga in your alley. I'm your pusher.
I was watching one of those talk shows. I heard something that just totally tripped me out. That was this white woman asking this brother what this sister had that she ain't got. See, evidently the white woman was married to this brother. He met this sister, and then they hooked up. I'm thinking, now, ain't that a switch? I'm like, what the... So I'll try and describe it to as best I can, let you know what it is about the awesome black woman, although I know they still won't ever understand, because see, I tried to put an equation to it, used up 25 pencils and 300 sheets of paper, y'all, and I still couldn't do it. I got me a protractor to see if I could protract it. I got me a couple of needles to see if I could extract it. I got me a compass. I tried to locate it. I kept going around and round in circles. You know I hated it. I got me the ruler to see if I could measure it. I tried to put it in a glove, but of course the glove did not fit. So I went to the dictionary to try to find one word to describe the awesome black woman in just one word. I searched from page 1 to 1033rd, and I'm here to tell y'all that there is no such word. R. Kelly wrote a song talking about you reminded him of a Jeep. Well, ain't no Jeep ever rocked me to sleep. Who was that that said that a dog was a man's best friend? They need to go back and rethink that whole thing again. Because ain't no Rockweiler ever comforted me when I didn't get that job because my color's all that the man could see. And ain't no German Shepherd ever laid next to me in the bed at night and kissed me on the lips and say, you'll get the next one, boo. Woof, woof, we'll be all right. So, my sister, that's why I like you for you and the way that you do only the things that you can do. Like when you buy those jeans, you know those made-for-white-girl jeans, and then you put on those jeans, and because of your jeans, you make a brother like me fiend. And although I'm not obsessed with it, but truly there is power in the booty. Because white girls see in their white girl jeans, they get all jealous and envious and green. And then the next thing you know, they're shoving out all this dough on all kind of lipo so they can get their jeans to fit like your jeans. But don't they realize it's just not in their jeans? <laughs> it's the sister factor. You can have on a long linen sundress or a red leather thong. Nothing but some pumps walk by me, baby, and just turn me on. And then you better not mess around and kiss me on the neck. Because see, then I done gave you my whole paycheck. <laughs> it's the sister factor. You can have long branded braids down here one day, a short, sharp Halle Berry cut the next day, and then the next day have your hair a totally different color and a different way. You can whoop your kids with this hand, cook dinner with this here hand, and then use no hands to please your man. It's the sister factor. You can hold down a full-time nine-to-five, come home, cook, clean up, feed the kids, have them in bed by nine, and then still find time to give me mine. Now, every other woman and every other race want to know why you got a little bitty neck, a big voluptuous body, and a little bitty old waist. It's because you put your hands on your hip right here. Move your neck like this here. When you setting a brother straight to his face, it's the sister factor. <laughs> 
Now they trying to imitate your walk, your talk, your pizzazz, and your sass. Because even when you talking trash or telling somebody to kiss your black you still got class. So if you ever hear it, ask what she got that I ain't got and what sets the black woman apart and why no other woman can match her. Sisters, put your hands on your hip right here. Move your neck back and forth like this here and tell them what it is, y'all. It's the sister factor.
original Forty After Dark on the old school battle tonight. We have 54 minutes left in the show. And as I said in the chat room, I have a tab. If you're listening on Facebook, please do leave a comment on who you're picking to win tonight for the old school battle. All right. Um, let me re- reiterate this, that we do not have open mic on the first and third Fridays. Only on the second and fourth Friday. This great track. All right. Next poet, new poet, up to the mic, London Bridges, and this is Title X. There are two sides to every story. I'm the next, she's the next, she's the X, I'm the X. And him, well, he's the common interest. You foreshadowed the shallow pool I was stepping into when you told me about your psycho X situation. I proceeded with faulty expectations, fairy tale, book, book, fantasies, hoping my love was strong enough to bring transformation. You were abused and needed adoration, so I said I would christen and bathe you, love you, never shame you, accept you, never rearrange you, bless you with my frame, a sepia-toned truth mixed with consciousness. Since there was a faulty precedence, I picked up my pen to rewrite the brokenness when I smelled the funk of bilateral descent. And if you're ex-oppressed, I will do my best to love and respect. And you said, likewise, fire on ice, east meets west, transcends all the no's and only speaks yes. August ended, we thought it was over, but it ain't over. Indian summer rolled back for the sneak attack. We double forward, deep impact, crash boards like Shaq. Fake it, whack, you watched me enter you, and the residue smells like perfume. In September, you and me be just heat and crazy passion, thrashing beats, slashing to higher ecstasies. Not sexy, but vivid and bold, brown burgundy gold. In November, expecting to reap a harvest of your love. Instead, we see funk mixed with fusion. I feel claustrophobic. Is this an illusion? I have plowed and fertilized the land, tracked it and factored exponentially. Cross multiplied, supplied, and divided. Did the math. And last time I checked, one add one is two, but our equation equals three. See, my world is an open book and for you I highlight excerpts and turn back corners hoping that you will take time to finger my plot but nah you'd rather check the movie when it comes out on bootleg and watch it with your ex do you think that I am blind I can see her in your eyes and right through the lines that you're still caught up with your ex just tell me the deal or at least keep it real how you think I feel when I come him but now I can't even let his name escape my lips affectionately I've dubbed him with the alias he who shall remain nameless the one now among the abyss of lovers who once graced me with his presence but now we're just passers by and my failure to say hi would imply that I'm a woman scorned however the way I see it out of sight out of mind I ain't trying to be ruled to do it it's just that well I don't look him in the face because I still want him and the eyes are the windows to the soul so I'm afraid if I was met he'd know crazy right that's only half the whole picture and from the way things have progressed i once thought god painted him in mind with a few strokes of his brush the almighty depicted us as the place where the earth kisses the sky and in another we were the mating of beach water and thirsty sands the perfect blend like intermingling fingers on folded hands the yang to my yin like a mother giving birth to paternal twins if you pull me from inside out my skin you find him deep the enchantment, the attraction as magnetism would predict, we were polar opposites. Me and this bull-budding head 
only to later give into the pull. It was as inevitable as the winds of change that blew in, making us estranged, but to no surprise. Calling my intuition, but the feeling was in the air. Could it be we grew tired of playing the same game from different angles, adding our own flair, reminiscent of younger wonder years? But then again, those were the times when we kept it simple. No complications to make things difficult. With that in mind, would I be a silly adult if I sent him a note and wrote, Do you like me? Check a box. But, um, no turning back clocks are getting elementary. Evidently, it wasn't meant to be. Even with this awareness, I just can't bring myself to look him in the face because I still see traces of lipstick on my ex. lie about being diversified, intimidated by my threats to reveal the altered pay grade to keep minorities overworked and private offices overpaid, termination came on a Friday. Excuse was, my afro wasn't professional, bangles made too much noise in the conference room, pumped my right fist, told them keep the chump chains, they called severance pay and cut me my freedom. From the bus stop, I watched billboards float how many jail sentences they slap on Indians caught with fraudulent food stamp applications. Pay more to taxes than we do our dependents. Instead of saving, we bank on a refund every 12 months and use the check for a down payment on a card we couldn't afford in the first place. I knew better, but bought the car anyway. My parents told me to save when I was young, but I didn't listen. Chose to live false promise to false promise. Thank God it's my survival skills kicked in before unemployment. I was laid out on the couch. Paper cuts from the eviction notice put pressure on the wound. I'm torn in two, revolutionary or capitalist. Generate revenue or stay true as an artist. I had a vision. We should take back everything we've invented. Triple what it's worth today. Pretend to mark it down 70% and sell it back to the white folk for profit. It's instinctive to double the sticker. The same hands that manufactured our chains and shackles have tricked Africans into leasing lands we broke our backs on. Black business owners can't get past the decent credit check without submitting 10 references to a diamond scene. If you don't think anything's wrong with the diamonds and gold being raped at Cape Coast, tell Jacob to write a check for the movement. Hip-hop glorifies going from desolate to overnight success. Won't admit to being monkeys in the industry, but name your squad the Gorilla Unit. And it couldn't be for your covert operations with eight more black charter schools shut down from lack of funding. 
millions of consumer masochists throw their paychecks at artists that threaten our existence in their lyrics, then become skeptical of those that strive to be righteous. Hey, if I confess to 14 murders, can I get a million? I'm saying, I shopped at thrift stores way before Neil Soul. Affording the latest fashion means I'm selling my dreams short, and I'm not willing to wear my house in my head, my car, my arm, then to fill up the gas tank, I gotta borrow $5. Ten percent to the congregation that couldn't save up enough to buy back their soul from their devil if they wanted to. Usher to the back row because I couldn't afford the dress code. While the choir is hooping and hollering, I'm sneaking dollars out of the collection basket to pay the bill on my cell phone so I won't miss my calling. Wardens know we're coming. Slide five to the judge to pass the maximum sentence. Every inmate that's counted in the census, they get a bonus. Private institutions purchase prisons that profit from inmates working mass production. Instead of made in Taiwan, your favorite clothes and cell phones are made in correctional facilities and state prisons. Don't question us. Question why politicians vacation with our tax money. Why volunteers hate to go home and tell their spouse all they made was a difference. Remain single because our mates say our vision isn't paying the rent. McDonald's had a vision. Microsoft had a vision. Russell Simmons profits from other people's visions every day. Small businesses could form relationships, share the pressure of a payroll, and push everyone on the budget. Walmart became a monster by swallowing up mom and pop. We could be a feast if we stopped hoarding our resources individually. We are running out of options while 13-year-olds in America, in Somalia, and Pakistan still buy 9mm on the black market, and black men rent panel vans to pick off random people and disguise their frustration with poverty and religious reasons, we are losing the war. Instead of a sandwich, they buy a clip. Instead of wedding bells, we need a new black dress. Break the cycle. Motivation for a better living is not capitalistic. We will make mistakes on the road to liberation, but we can work on cooperative economics and all going to early retirement. Right, the original poetry after dark during the old school battle. Forty four minutes left in the show on the road with Johnny Bill. Classic my 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 When you get through, 
Yeah. <laughs> I got Keith. It's real close. I got uh, Donnie Gilbert four. Keith Square got five. Still got two more tracks over there to play. And who knows? Might turn around. All right. We have 34 minutes left in the show. And we're going to go ahead and rock this back to spoken word. I have the original woman. Tell me what's my message. My lover was born in 1981. I was young and he a little younger than me, but I never knew his name or his face because he was never man enough to come forth to me, so I just called him Mr. HIV. It's funny. Because I never thought it could happen to me. But now I spend my nights replaying that day in my memory, praying that I could go to sleep and wake up and it'll all be a dream. But today I woke up and I was still positive with HIV. I know because I remember. I remember that year I gave blood, though I can't remember all the partners that I made love to. But one of them sent me an anonymous handwritten letter saying, Get tested. And considering my entire life rested in those two words, I felt he should have said it to my face. I couldn't place him, so I traced old letters from ex boyfriends trying to compare handwritings and pens or recall any one night stands, hoping that I can go to him and he can tell me that it was all a joke and take back every word he wrote me. identity when she told me that I was positive for HIV. And the only words I can make out was that, you're wrong! Seven years since my fears were 
that was living to learn how to die. But today I'm dying to learn how to live just long enough to give the world my message. What up, though? What up, though? What, what up, though? This is DJ DZD on the ones and twos. And when I'm sitting back relaxing on a Tuesday or a Friday, I get on my computer. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash the poetess. The angelic And I sit back and listen to the soothing sounds of good old school and a little bit of new school R&B. That sets the mood just right for all the dynamic, dynamic fantastic, fantastic, and out of sight poetry out of that sounds the mind, body, and soul on the late night tip. From 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's where you'll find me. So tune in. Her show is definitely a show you don't want to miss. You did? When I'm feeling sitting back and I'm sitting on my ass, who I listen to? And with reports, what I need, satisfaction, guarantee, who do I listen to? Because she's a queen of poetry, golf her radio where she be, and her name is. Tuesday and Friday's where it's at, and she's on the late night track, and her name is.
Okay, I forgot old school battle. I got it now. Four to six. She sweat. Uh, we only have one more to go. I think people's going to take this home. And to the chat room, <laughs> will I ever, picture me ever, um, having a battle between Pastor Troy and Master P. Oh, wow. Only in the chat room. 17 minutes left to go. We have a new poet, Son Grant, to be honest. To be honest, sex was never a problem for me. It was all so innocent, it seemed. <laughs> See, it all started for me with a closed door and exposed doors on bright screens. Mm. My bad, my bad. I mean, misguided females doing horrorous things. <laughs> it's a shame to find out that the true whore was me. I was the one prostituting myself, giving in to everything that said, click me or come see. And unfortunately, it drew me in so easily. I could see it now, there was me. Supposedly a godly teen, but struggling with something that's so much bigger than he is. See his temptation was to sneak his. Little behind in the dark rooms, get online and seek his. Perfect image. And what works for him is a woman that uses her body to work for livings. He didn't see anything wrong with treating women like they were employees of the minute. I was about to get obscene in a minute. I seen scenes so vivid, not even my weakened vision could keep me from sinning. It soon turned from a weakened thing into a secret that I couldn't keep keeping in. And I knew something was missing, but I kept searching and clicking, thinking that one of these girls could make me feel something different. None of them did it. And soon what was virtual turned to a reality. I thought I was through, that had to be it, but the same sin carried over and grabbed me again. The same image of women and me giving myself to any of them that even looked in my direction. I may have been in need of emotional protection, but sex was never a problem for me. I ain't go all the way. Well, let me explain. You remember your first marijuana kiss? You know, the one that was like the gateway drug to other bodily addictions? See, it started off simple. But now when it's not around, you have them withdraw symptoms. Mm. See, I never meant to get high. I only needed a puff every now and then to get me by. But after a while, it seems like it wouldn't even feel right. Unless I laced it with a little something extra to fill time. And while my kisses slowly then turning the touches, as my mind rested on the fact that she was on her back, while I slide closer and closer to her virginity, voices screaming within me, she's not yours. Don't touch her, leave her alone. But I ain't listening. All that was on my mind was trying to find a new position to sit in so I could somehow find what I was searching for. How could I have missed it? Wait, let me try that again. No, that's not it. There must be more. I see that she's searching, but I already know I don't have what she's looking for. But I can't let her know. I can't let her go, because if I do, I have to go back to the way things were. But I was lonely before her. So this must be right. Bodies intertwined, however, slightly nervous, because I think I just heard some footsteps in the distance. Or maybe it was just the wind. Or maybe it was just the sin that was rushing in, but I wasn't worried because sex was never a problem for me. I knew what not to do. I read the card. I would not have sex before marriage, and if I already have, I would never go at it again. Sign my name with a pen. But what it didn't explain was all the sensuous ways that a hips would say what a list would say. See, the problem for me was that neither pregnancies or threat of diseases could hold me back from it. I was grappling with deeper things. I soon realized I needed something other than me for this. So I pleaded with Christ and went to see for it. But before I could blink, 
I was right back in. Same sin, same thing again. Same women friend around me mingling. Back to the same kisses, which led me right back to the same issues. Closed door, exposed pores, closed phone to the floor. How dare I have the audacity? I had to deal with Jesus asking me, are you the pimp or is she the hoe? Is anything planted outside of my will? Can I grow? But instead of listening to Jesus, we just lay down slow. So I guess to be honest, sex has always been a problem for me. I haven't had unprotected sex in my mind since the age of 13, where I conceived premarital lies and contracted spiritually transmitted disease. It hurts to think of all the girls who've been infected by me. I finally came to the point where I fell face flat on the floor. This can't be there. This can't be all there is to life. There has to be more. I had to do something different. I had to get back to my vision. God is living in me. I have to get back to right living. I thought I was the one writing my own script, and I thought I had real life when it was really just fiction. I had to let God take the pen from my hand and compose me a new composition. He had to show me what godly penmanship is. But don't be fooled. See me as a Christian. I'm not yet well written. I'm just spelled different. So I guess the thing is, for me, what made a difference is when I finally admitted that sex was a problem for me. So be honest with me. How many of y'all can honestly say sex is not a problem for you? Oh. Oh. I know that's right. The original poetry after dark of Zubato, Keith Flat, and Johnny Gill. We have about 12 minutes left. This is the last round. Um, so far, it looks like Keith Flat will be taking his hands down.
Oh. 